Good morning, class. <laughs> Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and welcome to Faith School. Faith School is the place where our uh, spirit is fed, our faith grows stronger, and we learn how to be overcomers, because that's the will of God. He didn't create us to be defeated. He didn't create us to be overcome and overwhelmed, to be discouraged. He created us to be victorious. He, he said that he always causes us to triumph. But the means by which we live so victoriously is faith, which is why we have faith school. And you're not just born uh, or born again knowing all there is to know about faith. And we're given faith when we're born again, but you have to use it. You have to feed it and use it for it to develop. Jesus told people in his earthly ministry, sometimes he'd say, where is your faith? How is it that you have no faith? So completely uh, not using their faith in that area at that time. Sometimes he'd say, oh, ye of little faith. And then sometimes he'd say, great is your faith. So your faith can be not used at all. It can be slightly developed. It can be greatly developed. And if you want to see all that God has for you and all of his will come to pass in your life, you want your faith, you need your faith fully developed, which is why we saved you a seat right here. <laughs> and the rest of the students uh, allowed you a seat. And so come right on in. We're not just coming into your home. You're joining us. Come on in here. Sit down. Get your Bible. Get something to uh, take notes on. And believe God, uh, not just to hear from us, but to hear from Him directly, something that'll quicken, make alive your insides, and feed your spirit. I mean, just a, a little bit of faith. Uh, you know, Jesus said, if you have faith like a mustard seed, it'd rip trees out of the ground. <laughs> I mean, it's, this is potent powerful stuff because it's God's own faith. Let's uh, pray and release faith for exactly what we should hear and see today. Father, all of us agree together as touching this, all of the class, the faith school class around the world, no matter the time zone or the geographic locale, uh, there's no distance uh, in, the, in the spirit and time doesn't matter. The anointing is unchanged. We're asking you for the anointing, for the Holy Spirit to teach and move and manifest. We're asking you for answers, direction and help and eyes and ears that can see, hear and receive. And we purpose to hold it and count it precious and important and be doers of it. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, turn with me in the great textbook of God, the, uh, the Holy Bible, to Hebrews, the 10th chapter, Hebrews chapter 10, and verse um, 38, we began uh, yesterday talking about this subject I'm calling by faith, by faith. In uh, Hebrews 10, 38, it says, now the just shall live, how? 
by faith. But if any man draw back, which would be the opposite of living by faith, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Another way of saying that is I won't be pleased with him. Do we want God to be pleased with us or not be pleased with us? And you know, when you're talking about God being pleased with you, you're talking about you being pleased. Because, uh, you know, the Lord told us in John, the master uh, said that if we would obey the Lord and keep the love command and other things that he told us, that our joy would be full. Well, if you are doing what the Lord told you to do in faith and love and obedience, He's pleased with you. And if He's pleased with you, He's inside you. <laughs> Come on, can you see this? The Holy Spirit's inside you and you'll sense that He's pleased with you. And what will that do for you? You will be pleased too. Come on, can you see what I'm talking about? That's how your joy becomes full. If you're a believer and you know you're disobeying God and running from Him and not doing what He told you to do, you can't be happy because you know God's not pleased and you have a sense, not that, not that He doesn't love you. He doesn't quit loving you because He's displeased with something you're doing. He still loves you, but that doesn't mean He's got to like everything you're doing. Right? Uh, if you're being, you know, uh, rebellious and disobedient and disrespectful, I mean, he's not going to be okay with that. He still loves you. You're still saved. You're still righteous because your righteousness is not based on what you do. It's based on what Jesus did. But if you want him to be pleased with you in fellowship day in and day out, you have to walk in all the light that you have. Elsewise, your own heart, not God, your own heart will condemn you because you know you're not doing what you should be doing. But when God's pleased with you, the grass is greener, the sky is bluer. Come on, can you see this? This is a key to your joy being full. Um, how, what's he pleased with? Not pulling back and drawing back, but living by faith. Uh, verse 39, we are not of them who draw back unto perdition or destruction. Go, go ahead and confess it. Say, we are not of those who draw back to destruction. We are those who believe God to the saving of our soul. Hallelujah. It's a choice. It's a choice. I'm not going to be negative. I'm not going to yield to depression. Somebody needs to say that today. <laughs> Somebody, uh, not, only, not only in the classroom, outside the classroom here, they need to say this. So let's all join in and say it. I am not, I am not yielding, yielding to depression today. I refuse to yield to heaviness. Leave me in Jesus' name. Faith isn't passive. Did you see, did you see here he said, though, uh, if you draw back? Well, not even trying is drawing back. Not feeling, you know, feeling down mentally or emotionally, so you're not going to get up and get ready for work. 
You're not going to go to school. You're just going to lay and wallow in it. That's not okay. You made a bad choice. Now, we've all made some bad choices along this line, but maybe you didn't know any better. But since you joined faith school, I'm standing right by you now. In your chair, and I'm saying, no, 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 no. We don't yield to depression. Now, you, feelings are real. And uh, I'm not saying you'll never have any feelings. But just because the enemy brings feelings, and they, though they may be strong, doesn't mean you say, well, I, it's too late. I already feel depressed. No, it's not too late. It's not too late. Feelings are not all there is to it. Feelings are the enemy trying to influence you from the outside, but he can't control your insides. Oh, hallelujah. And greater is he that's on the inside than he that's trying to, to come against you. Remember the psalmist said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Well, wonder as you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death, if you'd, if you'd have any feelings. Huh? In the valley of the shadow of death? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be spooky. <laughs> yeah, you're going yeah, it's going to feel like death. You're in the valley of the shadow of death. It's dark. It's going to feel heavy. But what's he saying? Yea, even though I'm walking through this, I'm seeing this, I'm feeling this. What else did he say? I am not going to fear. Oh, hallelujah. I refuse to fear. I refuse to give in to this. And so that's why you've got to, uh, even though you might feel bad and draggy and, and you're upset because what somebody said or did, you've got to get yourself by the ear and say, come on, boy. Come on, girl. Get, get out of the bed. No, no, you're not going to lay here. Come here. Come here. Come here. And, and get cleaned up. Put your good uh, shirt on. Put your, <laughs> right? Get, get, get ready. Go to work. Put a smile on it. If you have to take some toothpicks and prop up the corners of your mouth, do it by faith, and before long, you'll start feeling better. It's faith first, then feelings. See, carnal people, unspiritual people, they're waiting for the feelings to change. Then they're going to say, okay, I'm better. Well, any unsaved person can do that. It takes no faith at all. But no, the way, um, the way you function and operate is like Ephesians says, you put on the new man. Everybody say, put on the new man. That's what Ephesians says. Put on the new man. Uh, what does that mean? Well, you don't just live by your feelings. You don't just live by things that are pulling on you. Uh, I've heard people tell me, well, I, I'm not a put on. You know, if I don't feel good, I'm not going to act like I feel good. I, I, I'm mad at them, so I'm going to act like I'm mad at them. They hurt me, so I'm going to act like I'm not a put on. Uh, you're not a put on. The Bible said you are to put on. Not be a phony, but put on the new man. You can put on joy when you feel like crying and feeling sorry for yourself. You can, you can receive God's peace when your mind has been vexed and tormented. You can begin to praise God when you feel like just laying down and crying and quitting. And if you'll make the right choice, you open the door for God to come in and begin to quicken you and help you and 
We live, uh, you know, he said to just live uh, by faith. Second Corinthians 5, 7 says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Sight includes not just what you see, but what you feel. Everything that has to do with this seen world. I don't live by what I feel. I don't live by emotions and thoughts and ups and downs. I live by what I believe. That doesn't change. If I live by what I believe, believing the word, and it doesn't change, that'll make me stable. Oh, come on. Can you see that? If I live by my feelings, then when I feel good, I'm up. When I feel bad, I'm down. That makes me unstable. Unstable people are not reliable people. They're not good help. They're no fun to be around either. Right? You have to check and see. Well, how are they today before I talk to them? Oh, you better not bring that up today. Okay. Give them some room. Oh, they're not coming to work for three days. Why? Oh, they're having a bad time again. Friend, this should not be with Christians. This should, I mean, maybe you understand it with unbelievers. But with Christians, we are not you know, victims uh, to our vacillating feelings. Hmm? Greater is he. Oh, somebody said out loud. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I don't walk beside. I don't live by my feelings. I walk by faith. I live by faith. I overcome by faith. And when you do that, that pleases God. When God is pleased, you'll sense that pleasure. He's inside you. Your joy can be full. And the joy of the Lord is your strength. You can overcome these feelings. All of us have had feelings. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying it's nothing to it. They're real. They can be strong. If you let them, they can be debilitating. But only if you... Let them. Did you hear this, Christians? Don't say, I can't help it. I can't help it. That's a lie. The enemy's telling you a lie. Don't believe it. You're an overcomer. Now, if you weren't a Christian and didn't have the Lord's help, okay, you're in trouble. But you are a Christian. Hmm? If not, you can become one right now. All you got to do is receive him. Hmm? Should we make sure that they're believers? Are you ready? Come on here. We'll receive him right now. We'll confess him, affirm or reaffirm our faith. Said out loud, Father God, I believe in you. I believe in your son Jesus that he died on the cross and paid the price for all my sins. I believe you have raised him from the dead. He's alive right now. King of kings, Lord of lords, soon to come again. Jesus, I receive you. I confess you as Lord of my life. And as you help me, I will live for you and be yours all my days. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Now, even if you had not received the Lord until just right now, now you have. So now you have this greater one, 
this ability inside you to be the overcomer that he made you to be. God didn't make any failure new creations. God didn't ordain that any of his children be weak and defeated. Not his choice, not his will. We're not of those who draw back, of those who pull back, but of those who believe. Chapter 11, verse 1, the great faith chapter here. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Now, he defines faith briefly, and then this statement here, it describes what he's doing throughout this whole next uh, 40 verses. Why is he talking about by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith? Because God is holding it up as an example, and he's saying this is what caused me to approve them. This is what caused me to be pleased with these, uh, one says elders, one says patriarchs, one says ancients. Let me read some other translations of that second verse. It says, uh, a couple of translations said, for, for it, the faith, the ancients are well testified of. The NIV says, this is what the ancients were commended for. What? For their faith. The Amplified says, for by faith, the men of old had divine testimony born to them and obtained a good report. The basic English says, by faith, by it, our fathers had God's approval. They had God's approval. We need to be reminded of this because you can read about Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Noah and Moses and all these and just, you know, imagine because you, you don't know them personally, you can imagine that they were these super righteous people, that they, uh, uh, you know, they, they're not really like you or me today, <laughs> you know, that Moses... Mm -mm. Uh, Abraham, no, they're, they're like super spiritual. Uh, and, and that's, you know, that's why God was so pleased with them because they were so super spiritual, so super moral, so super righteous, so super holy. That's not what he said. That's religion. And, and part of it can be the enemy trying to get you to focus on the wrong thing. And because what, what result will you come to? Oh, you know, Moses, whew, Abraham, oh man. Super, super spiritual. And, and put them in a category unattainable to mere mortals <laughs> such as you and me. But it's just not true. If you read uh, Genesis and you read the Accounts, the kings and the prophets, and you'll see they're human because the Bible, it, it uh, records their mistakes, right? As well as their obediences. Uh, you'll see they, they had some times they really messed up. And uh, it wasn't, 
that they were so super spiritual or so super righteous and holy. It was that they chose to believe God when others did not. They chose to trust Him when they didn't see, when they didn't understand. And it's this faith that pleased God. It wasn't because they knew everything, because they got everything right all the time. He's looking at their heart. And the Bible said the eyes of the Lord, you know, search to and fro throughout the whole earth. What's he looking for? The scripture said he's looking for those whose heart is perfect towards him. Don't let that word perfect throw you. Uh, that, that word perfect means whole or complete. You can say it like this, who, who are wholehearted towards him, that he may show himself strong on their behalf. Well, we know from New Testament scripture, what kind of heart, wholeheartedness pleases God. It's a heart that's wholly trusting him, a heart that's completely believing him and, and made the decision to follow him and obey him. That pleases him. And so we must not put all these individuals in Hebrews 11 in this unattainable, you know, frame on the wall, <laughs> uh, 10 story podium monument to them. That's what the Lord's telling us. Why are, are they commended by Him? Why are they, uh, you know, used to uh, tell the exploits that happened in their life? The Lord says it was their faith. It was their faith and is their faith. By faith, they were commended of God. They were approved of God. He bore testimony to them. The Living Bible says men of God in days of old were famous for their faith. This, this should be something that should excite us. Uh, heaven is his and will be home to a lot of important people. No matter how God might use you in your generation, when you get to heaven, you won't be the only one. <laughs> I mean, you, people might have known your name wide and far in your generation. Your ministry might have been big. Your accomplishments might have been big. But you got to remember, when you get to heaven, who else is there? <laughs> Abraham. <laughs> Moses. Right? <laughs> Smith Wigglesworth. <laughs> Billy Graham. Right? <laughs> Generations after generation. Jesus. <laughs> Is there, right? <laughs> and uh, we won't just be famous because of what we knew or because of um, our extreme efforts or these things. But one thing that God will never forget and that you can be famous for in heaven is what? Your faith that you believed God like Abraham did. You believed God. You had faith like Moses did. You had faith. And you don't have to know everything to have faith. It's just a choice. A choice you have to keep making because every day is a new day with new trials, new challenges, new contradictions, a faith you have to keep affirming and recommitting to that I'm not giving up, not quitting. But that faith 
pleases God apart from results. Thank God for results, but you can be too result-oriented living in the flesh and thinking, well, until the money comes in, you know, nothing has happened. That's not true. If you're in faith that your needs are met today and you're resting in faith and praising God for it, He's happy with you now, right now, before you see a dollar. People think, well, you know, the symptoms are still on my body, you know, and I actually feel worse today than I did last week, you know, so I'm not making any progress. Not true. Not true. If you are feeding your faith and saying, none of these things move me. I believe I've received my healing. I call my body healed. I call my body whole. God is pleased with you right now. Right now. Before any symptom changes. Symptoms change. Your, your body's different every day of the week. Thank God. Our approval and God's pleasure is not based on that. Right? Money flows change. Thank God. It's that God's approval is not based on that. God's approval is not based on natural, physical, uh, health, financial, marital, family results. He's looking at what? What's he looking? He's looking at the heart. And if we have chosen to trust him and believe him, he's pleased. And if God's pleased, everything else is minor stuff. Is that right? If God is pleased, everything else is. <laughs> my, my dad used to say, you know, don't sweat the small stuff. And then he'd say, most of it's small stuff. <laughs> And uh, but why? Because it's here today, it's gone tomorrow. But God's here always, and Him being pleased is good for always. So that's how they pleased God, and every one of these verses describes it. By faith, let's look at uh, uh, verse 4 again, because it continues talking about this. It says... Uh, by faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts. I've heard people try to scoff and mock and say, well, you know, God don't care about offerings. Well, he used to. <laughs> he testified about Abel's offering. And so, even though we don't have all the details we can please him today, and then as we keep walking by faith, we'll get more details. Come on, say it out loud. I choose, I choose to, live to live by faith and walk by faith and, by faith. and overcome the world by faith. I say I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. Glory Hallelujah. Well, we're out of time again today in our class, but... Uh, Come back, join us again for the next class because we are about pleasing God. We may rename ourselves God pleasers. Hallelujah. We're going to please Him more and more, better and better. We'll see you next time.